Hello folks, hope everyone's doing well. This isn't an episode of the Freaking Awesome Podcast, but a snippet of a podcast show I host on our Patreon page, titled The Real Impact. Last month, I released the first episode with Chachi Abara as the guest, and we discussed Lulu Wang's The Farewell, and it's free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other streaming services. This episode, episode two, I invite writer, poet, and independent filmmaker Waldo Diaz to discuss Roberto Gavadon's 1960s film, Macario. It was a pleasure to speak with him about a film that impacted him since he was a child. We reflected the film's themes about social economic struggle, magical realism, and of course, death. If you want to listen to the whole episode, please become a second tier and above patron on our Patreon page. It's only $3 a month, and you also get wonderful, great bonus episodes like the horror podcast show, Kill Them All, which explores the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. Anyway, enjoy this 10-minute snippet. Welcome to The Real Impact, presented by The Freaking Awesome. I'm Benjamin Abaya. I want to thank our patrons and their contributions for allowing us to create our podcast shows. Also, special thanks to C.R.C. Chow for producing this episode. The Real Impact is a show where I invite a guest, uh, usually a friend, and we discuss a film that they have chosen that resonate with them the most. Joining me today, and I'm really honored to have him here, he is a writer, poet, and an independent filmmaker. Uh, I met him during film school, and I had the pleasure to be part of his film, Lost Camellia, uh, as a director of photography. Please welcome Waldo Diaz. Hey, thank you. Thank you, Ben, for having me here. Thanks for... Uh, oh, yeah, hello. no problem. <laughs> thank you Thank you for uh, <laughs> being here. Uh, I know it's hectic times, and then I, uh, before the episode started, before we recorded, I said that this is a great way t- for us to connect and discuss films and whatnot. Awesome. Um, so this film, uh, this film, this episode, uh, you have chosen a film that I actually haven't heard of until you suggested it uh, for me to watch is Macario. Uh, am I saying that correctly? That is correct, Macario. Yes. Uh, it's a film from 1960s. It's directed and written by Roberto Galva. Galva Don. Uh, apologize uh, if I'm uh, butchering. These hey, that's names. pretty. That's pretty good. I mean, okay, Galva cool. Don. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it's based on a novel by B. Traven. Uh, cinematography, cinematography by Gabriel Figueroa. Figueroa. Thank you. Uh, starring Ignacio Lopez Torso and Pina Pellicier. Pellicier. Is that how you pronounce her name? Pellicer. Pellicer. Thank you for uh, clarifying <laughs> that. Um, like I said, it was released in June 9th, 1960. It's about 90 minutes long. Uh, unfortunately, it's not really it's not easy to find this online aside from YouTube. Uh, it's weird because I was doing a research of how to find like a really good res- res- uh, restored version of this and i think there is one from the criterion collection but it's not on the criterion channel it looks like oh and i see I so it's like find... sale, right yes yeah so you have to like buy the disc somehow or i don't actually don't know uh, i just saw one site that referenced that but i didn't see anything from the actual website so 
I have no idea where you can find it. But it's either way on the YouTube, it's a great um, uh, restored, and that's not restored, but it's a great version of the film on YouTube, which mm-hmm. uh, I could link it on the show's notes. But it also has uh, subtitles, English subtitles. So it's uh, really good for those who uh, have don't know uh, Spanish and whatnot. Uh, before we get down to discussing about the film, I'll, here's the premise of the film. Uh, poor, hungry peasant Macario longs for just one good meal on the Day of the Dead. After his wife cooks a turkey for him, he meets three apparitions, the devil, God, and death. Um, here are some other information, some accolades. Uh, it was the first Mexican film to be nominated for an Academy Award for Best Foreign Language Film. And it was also entered into the 1960s Cannes Film Festival. Um, so, Waldo, you've uh, chosen this film. And I just want to say, before we start into like diving into the film, uh, what's your thoughts about the film? Like, uh, This could be like a, sh- sh- a short film review a uh, very brief uh, of, of the overall film what's your thoughts about it well i feel it's a great representation of mexico you know i mean i'm in a microcosmos of 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 urban urban mexico you know and and a lot, and it shows it's in all its culture its music uh, its acting um the different keys and roles that every character plays and um, mainly, I mean, the uh, representation of the Day of the Death, you know, which is clearly repre- uh, represented by the film. And uh, that's um, that's something I'm, I mean, you see like kids playing traditional games and it's like a great representation of, like I said, of Mexican urban urban culture. And uh, that's, that's one of the things that, 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 that um you know there are keys when it comes to watching this film i believe great yeah i so like i don't i have this is probably like something i should be doing more often but i haven't watched a lot of like mexican mexico cinema uh i know there's like modern uh you know mexican directors i watch but at least things from uh, films from the past i haven't really dive into it and then for you to suggest this, it's like it got me, uh, it actually had my eyes open. I was like, oh, wow, this is like something I haven't really seen, uh, especially from this era of uh, Mexican films. And um, when I watched it, I was like floored. I was like really like, it's like when I first watched a film from like in Japan from uh, Akira Kurosawa, where I was like, oh, wow, this is really something I feel like I haven't seen modern day, like the you uh the film uses a lot of like magical realism and i feel like i don't see that as often and uh just in the themes that they play in the film as i really it really impact like the way i look at things and how how to film things i totally agree it's like it breaks the uh the barrier of time right i mean yes yes you watch a film from i mean 60 years ago, 70 years ago, and it still resembles today very well, yes, regardless exactly. of any of a film evolution, right? <laughs> yeah, like the techniques he used, it's all practical, but it could still be something that could use today, like the way they do some of the imagery of death. And I was like, wow, this is actually like they don't even use special effects. They use 
practical effects that you could you know how they did it, but it looks wonderful on screen. Yeah, like a simple tilt, right? <laughs> yes, it's yeah. just like hit right in the spot, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's my our thoughts about the film. Yeah, I I mean, uh, I'll further that with like the performances were awesome. Um, it Ooh. actually put me into both the main leads, and and now I want to dive into their film. Unfortunately, with uh, Pina Pellissier, uh she died really young, and uh, oh, yeah. it's very unfortunate. Yeah, she's only made five films. Um, it's tragic because I think it says in her biography that she died from suicide. So yeah, she did. very unfortunate. But um, uh, I'm going to now seek out those five films that she was part of. Um, yeah, one of them is with Marlon Brando. I yes, think, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She kind of yeah, reminds me of like uh, her. Her grace is like a Aubrey Hepburn, uh, like the her grace in on on film. Right. Uh, yeah. Very finesse. Right. Yes. Yeah. Watching it, like you could tell, like if she lived longer, that she'll be one of those uh, starlights, like that. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Stars that would like blow the world out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's unfortunate and tragic overall. Um, but yeah, like the performances were great, and just this, just the story itself. Like, this is one of those films where after I watched it, I was like, "Man, I wish there were more stories that just told a beautiful like story with themes, with lessons, without being too being being over um being too much like heavy handed. Like, it's very simple." And it's it's it has a lot of like um, subtext to it. Um, I really appreciate. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Especially I mean, with the and you like you said, it's very simple, very practical, but it's, yeah. it teaches you and it gives you so much, right? With yes. every image, you know, the kids' hunger, right? I mean, just a simple shot, right? Of the kids eating, trying to eat. I mean, not eating. I mean, they were like devouring. Eh? Yes, yeah. <laughs> that. There's a certain uh, oh yeah for the listeners we might spoil a lot of about the film but we try to we try not to be as spoil uh, spoiled but we might spoil a lot about it but uh, there's a scene when uh, well actually I w- I'll bring it up later once we uh, get into some of the questions I'll ask. <laughs> <laughs> 